This is episode 6 of Small Business Rising. My name is Anna. And today we are going to talk with Dominik Pokorniecki, co-founder of Lofito, an online platform connecting fitness enthusiasts, who will tell us how nationwide lockdown in Denmark has inspired him and his twin brother to start a brand new business. Well, hello, hello, everyone, to a brand new episode of Small Business Rising. And as you have noticed, probably Marta is not here, but our intro is prevailing. And Dave, what was that? Uh, It repeats itself. There is a ghost in this room. Actually, (laughs) uh, Dominic, first of all, welcome to the studio. Hi, Hi, Dominic. Yes, we have to tell you that there is a ghost in the machine in this room. That's actually something we use many times when technically we have a hiccup. So be prepared (laughs) that the ghost card will be pulled out many, many times. But Dominic, it's great to have you here. And as you know, as you can see, I'm alone here. Mm. Well, of course, Dave, Dave is here as well Hello. as Hi. our radio engineer. However, Marta, my co-host, couldn't be here today because we had to split our recordings. You know the story. We talked about it. Uh, I was, uh, yeah, I had to stay home with my sick little daughter. But I am here today. Dave, you are here today. Thank Dominic, you. you are here today. And we are ready to make a really great new program because we're ready to make history <laughs> of course of yes course. of course and, and i'm happy to be here yes yes that is what we want but i think i think it is a quite interesting and quite historic program for us because this is the first program we do about innovation in times of advert uh, adver- adversity so uh, it's a very difficult word. As you can hear, I'm not a native speaker. So sometimes I make a hiccup, language hiccup, but basically it's an innovation in hard times, right? And before we had guests who were talking about soulful business or they were talking about how their business saved or changed their life. We have the first time a guest that will actually tell us that, you know, times got really tough and I came up with a business idea. So I think it is interesting, intriguing and optimistic. And I'm really looking forward to hear what you will tell us, Dominique. You have sent me a short bio. Yes. Yes, you did, because I asked you. (laughs) And now I can tell you that Dominic is 24 years old and he's from Poland, from Kołobrzeg. And the reason why I can pronounce it so well is because I'm from Poland as well. And your hobbies are music, fitness, laughing at your own jokes. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, that's also my hobby. We have that in common, too. (laughs) We have that in common. (laughs) Yeah. Computer games and self-development books. Oh, what are you reading right now? Uh, so right now I'm reading a book called Four Hour War- Workweek, and mm-hmm. it's super good. I really recommend it, uh, even though I'm only like halfway through it. It's it's amazing. But one of my favorites, I think, and I think everyone should read this, is okay. a book uh, called Twelve Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. It goes really deep into like different kind of things and. I loved it. Good loved old it. Jordan, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was very <laughs> ill not long ago. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was, he was. But uh, that's uh, that's a book we had home for three months because mm. I took it from the library. Unfortunately, I didn't manage to read it. But I will take it again. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, it's super good. But in, in my opinion, you have to read it very slowly 
mm-hmm. in order to you know understand everything. But it's once you read it, you can take basically as many pictures as you want of the book, and everything will be perfect for okay. for anything. Okay, yeah. so that's a strong recommendation from really you, Dominic. Yes. I think I will take it again. This time, hopefully, I will not pay the fine for <laughs> keeping it too long. Yeah, the, the lockdown thing was pretty crazy. It did not inspire me to return the book sometime, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You are also sporadically funny. Sporadically, yes. Yeah. At least for me. Well, I, I, well that, that, that comment was kind <laughs> of sporadically funny. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, yeah, it kind of started with... Uh, my Instagram posts and stuff like that. Uh, my fr- my friends used to say, you know, sometimes I don't understand your your posts, but I can see you have fun with them. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, of course I have fun, even though sometimes they just don't make sense. It's it's fun for me, and I'm just gonna post it. So that, that's my kind. <laughs> post it for myself. That's. Yeah. Uh, I think that's actually quite cool, you know, and uh, we are sometimes also sporadically funny here on this show. Uh, most of the time, un- unintentionally, we don't really know that we are funny. Then we hear ourselves. We know we are funny. So that fits again. So your educational background is Bachelor in Innovation and Entrepreneurship. You are studying here in Denmark, right? Yes, in Business Academy. In Business Academy. Sounds very... Uh, Royal. Serious, Serious and royal, royal yes. And now we are coming back to a very interesting fact. I have a twin brother, Damian. I'm saying Damian because that's the Polish uh, yes. way of pronouncing it. Yeah. It would be like Dame, da- Dime. Damian. Damian. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't mix it with, you know, Spanish, some horror movies. In Spanish, it's the Antichrist. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There was a movie about the, this child. Was What was it? Omen? Yeah, Omen. And the, yeah. the, 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 the the devil child name was Damon? Yeah. Okay, I haven't heard that. No? No. Yeah, you're too young. Yeah, <laughs> you have to watch it. It's Omen, quite, yeah. it's good, it's good, solid horror movie from 80s. So now we know if we have an evil twin or not in a studio, and we don't have an evil twin. The evil twin <laughs> is yeah, How do we know that we don't have actually Damien here? Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Well, I think we invited Damien because once we knew that Marta cannot be here, uh, I actually extended the invitation for uh, Damian yeah. as well, and he is busy. Uh, yeah, yeah, he has school stuff. So. Well, we don't really know. Well, we don't <laughs> know. Maybe he's doing some black magic in a garden. Maybe. Who Maybe. knows? Who knows with Damian? So you have developed Lofito since May, and you yes. are building a community around it, which will actually be the whole theme of this interview. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you are playing concerts with your brother and your friend. So mm-hmm. there are two informations here. You are a musician. Uh, yeah, as a hobby. Yes, and you have a friend. <laughs> and I have a friend. That's yes. so far so good. So Bravo. what are you playing? So we've been playing for, wait, was it since last January? Sometimes mm-hmm. we just meet up and play some covers. Mm-hmm. And our friend, she's from Albania. Uh, is it Jenzila? It's Jenzila, yes. She was here on, <laughs> on a show uh, for You've Got Five Options. Yeah, and by the way, we have another podcast, guys. It's called You've Got Five Options. It's running for three years now and uh, a lot of fun. So you can also Google that or go on our website, thefiveoptions.com. Sorry for the shameless pun. You always have to do a little bit of a promotion. So Jenzila, <laughs> your friend. Yes. The confirmed friend. We have a friend. Yes, the yeah, one I that have you have. Friend. She has been our guest 
actually twice. Mm. So uh, we had a really lovely conversations with her. So uh, what music are you playing? Covers? Yeah, we usually played covers. Uh, sometimes also Chensila, she writes their, uh, her own songs, so we play also her songs. But mm-hmm. mainly covers like John Mayer, Coldplay, uh, different, I can't remember everything, right? like Lady Gaga, different kind of okay. songs. So it's different genres. Yeah, but it's not like very heavy music. It's pretty light and moody. Moody. (laughs) So it's fitting the the upcoming uh, autumn. Okay. And we have that you've probably heard all the jokes about twins in the world. Yes. And every time I meet someone new, they always make jokes about twins. And, you know, it's fun. And I Mm -hmm. like that. But, you know... After like 24 years of my life, I've heard them all. <laughs> yeah, I could. I Although, you know, it's a pity that I didn't prepare a joke so I could challenge your oh statement. Yeah, it Damn would it. Be super fun. Damn it. Dave, <laughs> if you will get any joke throughout the show about twins that will come to your mind, ask it. Because then we will check if he really knows all the jokes yes, about please. twins. Yeah. And I then. Will. Yes, and then we have the last one. Sometimes I fall asleep on my chair watching something on my computer. How elderly of you? <laughs> what are the things that you are watching All right, that so make you sleep? Either I watch something on Netflix, like a TV series, or I watch like streams on Twitch, uh, like, you know, gaming and stuff. Yeah, and those th- ones. The thing is, I have a really big chair. It's like huge black leather chair mm-hmm. and it's I can just lay like this and I'm just gonna fall asleep it in is five reclinable. minutes yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I it's super comfortable you don't need to disclose all the things that you watch on that chair you know? <laughs> yeah that chair is probably universal in its usage <laughs> but uh, okay so far so good I think we actually learned more about you through this really cool intro than normally we learn about our guests because we usually we get something quite professional, I would say, or or something like this. Awesome. But uh, looking at your short little bio and uh, at the questions I have on my hand, I will ask you the first one and you know it because I sent it to you. If you were to describe yourself in three adjectives, mm. what would they be and why? Yeah. Okay. First of all, I really find it hard to answer this kind of questions. Of like, course. Uh, explain in three words or yeah. uh, try to say something about yourself in three words. It's super hard. And I- even though I can sometimes find like two, it's the third one that's always super hard to find. Okay. Yeah. So what did you come so up with? I would say I'm friendly. Friendly. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we I confirm. I, yeah. yeah I, we I confirm. usually just don't get mad at people. Uh, sometimes also when I was working with different kinds of people, they always say like, you know, Dominic, I want to see you mad someday. Like uh, you are mad uh, at someone, you know, you yell. And I, I barely do that unless okay. somebody really pisses me off. But okay. <laughs> other well, than that, I'm maybe they friendly. should just give you more twin jokes. See where your limit is. Okay, that's the one. Friendly. What else? Yes. Uh, I would say um, fun. Fun? Yes. Friendly, fun. Okay. Fun. At least fun for me. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be for everyone, but if I enjoy something, I'm just going to do it. Okay. So fun. And see, I cannot find the third word. I don't know what to say about it. You don't know what to no. say. What were you uh, balancing uh, around? What were the other things? Yeah, I don't know. After two words, I d- I'm just empty. I don't know <laughs> what to say. <laughs> empty. Oh, okay. That's the third one. <laughs> I, maybe not, I'm, I'm going to say like positive or enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So <laughs> I nearly killed the know. microphone. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, okay. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. But we definitely can see uh, quite a consistency with the with the adjectives that yeah. you have chosen because it's. Uh, Jesus, the first friendly. one was friendly, yeah. then it was fun and positive. So yeah. apparently, from what we can tell, you are a fun person to have around and we are experiencing it right now. So you have passed our three adjective sure. tests. Yeah. I think that that test is not that hard it's for me to answer. I would say absolutely, extremely sexy. <laughs> okay, that's what answer. you would say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's... that's uh, that's a very nice way to get out of this question. Exactly. But we usually <laughs> ask it because, you know, we have the opening conversation with a guest and then we see what, how he or she sees herself or himself. Mm. And then you can see, okay, was that really something that other people see or is it something that's in your head? For instance, like being sporadically funny, right? Yeah. So, but very good, you passed it. Thank so, you. okay, <laughs> you are here in Denmark. But yes. you are from Poland, so mm-hmm. please tell us a little bit about how did you actually get from Poland to Denmark? And we know that you are studying here, but what yeah. was the journey here? So when I turned, was 19, when I finished high school, I think it was 19, I can't remember, it was like five years ago. Uh, basically, <laughs> We feel so young <laughs> now, oh my God. <laughs> I feel old right now, I, I don't know, I just, because I'm 24 and I'm, I feel like I... I haven't accomplished what I would like to <laughs> yet. <laughs> oh my God. I know that sounds very weird, maybe or awkward, but that's just how I feel sometimes. Not always, sometimes. Be uh, careful, because when you feel that you accomplish it, what you want, you are one step closer to the grave. Oh, yeah. 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 That's a very grim reminder. Never yeah. feel that you are... <laughs> just keep always having something in the future to... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's of actually of a great, great one, yeah. Okay, so yeah. let's come so back yeah. to the topic. So uh, I finished high school and basically it was my brother's idea. Uh, he went to some kind of meeting about studies abroad and there was this uh, company that helped people get to uh, Denmark, Sweden, uh, Netherlands mm-hmm. and different kind of countries. Uh, and basically, da- uh, Damen, my brother, he thought yeah. that Denmark sounds fun and uh, good school, business academy. Mm-hmm. It sounded like it, it's pretty fun to be there and student life is, is okay. So we just thought, okay, let's let's just do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's actually very, uh, that's something that I hear from uh, our younger guests or younger people because I came here as an exchange student. Mm-hmm. So at that time there was not like this kind of open gate to come here just directly. We were coming as an exchange students and we were usually offered to finish the entire degree here. So that's how I came here. Don't ask me when it was because then you will realize how young are you? Uh, Okay, cool. Are you always doing things with your brother? I have to ask. Oh yeah, everyone asks that. No, not always. Not always. Yeah. Oh, like today, for example, I came alone. Exactly. Yeah. That's a uh, proof. Well they are not, they are not a Siamese twins, right? But but we share the apartment, uh, Girlfriends? <laughs> no, no. Oh, yeah. Do you have this joke that I've heard. <laughs> you have that, that trick? No, but because I, I found it interesting that you, you know, uh, Damian has heard about it, took you on the meeting, and you both decided to come, right? Yeah. So yeah. that was that was the question. However, don't uh, 
don't mind my joke because Marta, my co-host, mm. who is not here today, uh, she also came as an exchange student and we are both here. So we actually act like twin uh, sisters because we <laughs> just came from one high school yeah. to the same university and then we ended up in the same country. We even worked exactly at the same position in the same industry. So, mm. uh, yeah, don't worry. It's just sometimes a coincidence, you know, yeah. this is how it is. Yeah. So how are you enjoying Denmark? Well, did it fulfill your expectations? Well, other like weather, not really enjoying it. <laughs> I don't really like rain. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, I think studies studies were fine. Uh, I cannot really compare it to, for example, Polish studies because I have never been there, so yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I only know what I've heard from my friends, so I can't really say like comparison, but. Other than that, I, I I think my bachelor was pretty pretty fun, and I got like hands-on experience. I got really the idea what is it that I have to do to mm -hmm. create a business, for example. So I liked it. Mm -hmm. I don't know how is the level of higher education uh, in Poland right now, mm -hmm. but it was completely different when I was leaving Poland. So it was more focused on theory, uh, learning uh, by heart and all this kind of thing. So I do appreciate higher education in Denmark way more than in Poland. But yeah, we have to give uh, some error, uh, margin error, because it was a long time ago. Mm. Not that long time ago. Please don't ask me how <laughs> old I am. Thank you. I'm 38. Okay, I said it. So it was a long time ago. So kids. Lofito, I, I have actually checked your LinkedIn and I have checked yes. your Facebook. I, I checked everything. So I know a couple of things about you that also came up in your bio. Mm. And I know that Lofito is not your first fitness related project. Yes. You actually had something that was called <coughs> Gym Novative, which I think is a play of words uh, gym and innovative. Yes, yes, exactly. Gym Novative, Gym Novative. <laughs> and it was a fitness innovation and automation for gyms. Mm -hmm. uh, I even saw a video when you were pitching the idea. Uh, really? Yes, I am a very good researcher. I could be a private investigator if someone would pay me. Uh, I think it was a, a picture, not a video. It was a picture from your pitch meeting uh, in Poland with your brother. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure it was from 2019. So I guess it was at that point Jim Novative. Uh, well, no, not no. really. <laughs> so it was another because it was something about... Yeah, actually, it was uh, like kind of the beginning of Lofito. It wasn't exactly the concept that it is now. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't... It was nothing was ready at that time. It was just an idea. So mm -hmm. we wanted to basically get some feedback from professionals or from mm -hmm. entrepreneurs. Uh, yeah. What do they think about it? Okay. And that was it. But after that, there was like a kind of break and we did some different kind of stuff. And then we just continued with Lofito from, from May. From May. Yeah. Okay. Because those guys on the picture, they did look quite professional. They were yeah. all old and white. Old and white, that looks so professional. That, that looks professional according <laughs> to, the, <laughs> to the Western European standards uh, or <laughs> stereotypes, I would say. Maybe that's a better word to put it. Uh, okay. So uh, why the interest in fitness? because that's a prevailing team and as we know you actually are uh, also a musician mm. and you are a student and you are fun and positive and uh, how this fitness comes into play why did you got interested in fitness all right so it all started when i was around five 
or maybe six. Ooh la la. <laughs> Did you hear that voice? Yes, I yeah. do. Oh, he changed tired. the voice on purpose. Yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah. So uh, when I was around five, I think, or six, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going to like Taekwondo classes. I don't know if you uh, yeah. heard about Taekwondo. Yeah. So it was like mer- martial, martial arts. arts yeah. yeah finding kind of stuff. And so just to make it clear, by we you mean you and Damian. Yes. Oh yeah, I, I, I say we sometimes, I, I forget, yeah, I have to mention it. <laughs> so me and my brother. Uh, yeah, so we've yeah. been doing, me and my brother, we've been doing the taekwondo, taekwondo. For, for like few years, I can't remember how long. Mm-hmm. And then after that, when I was around eight, maybe nine, I started playing basketball and my brother started playing football. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's different. We don't do everything together. That's a proof. <laughs> That's a proof. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I've been playing basketball for like seven, maybe eight years mm-hmm. till high school. And then in high school, I started just doing gym stuff, lifting weights and basically training. So, you know, fitness and kind of sports have been in my life basically from the beginning yeah. or since I could walk and talk and do anything for mm-hmm. myself. So there was fitness always present in my life. And when I'm in Denmark, I also go to the gym. I'm a pretty active person. So, you know, it's something that I like to do. So I thought, you know, I know this kind of industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something I like to do. So why not do something with it that may be a business someday? Okay, that's a very good explanation. So, and you also mentioned about the, is there any alarm that I'm hearing or is it uh, ringing in my ear? I don't hear anything. Oh my I, don't, I think that you are still under the influence of what you took last night. <laughs> you are horrible. <laughs> He's a horrible, horrible person. No, I don't hear anything. You don't hear no. anything. Okay, then maybe I get a transmission from alien ship or something. Who mm-hmm. knows? So uh, you also had a passion for music mm-hmm. and passion for fitness yes. since you were a child. Uh, for music, not really. I, I haven't started playing guitar since I was like, until I was like, 14 or 15, so it, okay. it wasn't since the beginning, but then later on I, I just picked up the guitar. The and guitar, okay. Uh, actually, the music started with uh, a game when we had Xbox uh, called Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so okay. I know that game. I've been yeah. playing that uh, with my brother, and actually he took the guitar, I took the drums, and that's how mm, it started okay. on the Guitar Hero. And then we, we bought guitar, we bought drums, and w- we started playing like in a band kind of way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and right now in Denmark we just play guitars and sing and just sometimes play okay. some concerts. So you are a duo of full of different interests and talents. So yeah. then tell me, who did you want to be when you grew up, when you were a kid? All right, so when I was five, maybe, yeah, uh, or seven, I thought I'm going to be an astronaut. <laughs> 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 because I, I thought that's that's something I have never heard before, and that's one of those stereotypical answers. This is the first mm-hmm. time I meet a, a kind of a wannabe, uh, not in a bad way, astronaut. Okay, really? Uh, yeah, and that was because I thought, okay, I'm gonna be in the spaceship, and then when there is some kind of meteor or something coming to Earth, I'm just gonna shoot it with my lasers. <laughs> that's what I thought. That so is a wonderful thing to want I, to It be, is yeah. actually, uh, really, yeah. I, I think wa- the I humanity. Wanted to, I wanted to drive a bus with people, like a, like a normal, uh, you know, city bus. Mm. I wanted to be a cleaning lady. I don't know what was wrong with me. 
<laughs> well, actually, I, you know, I don't really like to clean that much, but I was three and I was apparently telling everyone, my name is Anna and I want to be a cleaning lady and I cannot explain it. My mother told me that. Okay, mm. astronaut, I think you have probably uh, had a sneak peek into Armageddon or something at that time, <laughs> the meteor and all this kind of thing. But I think that's actually quite uh, great. Mm. We usually ask this question because when we have uh, guests who are a bit older than you, mm. they normally have a return to the childhood uh, dream of being that profession. So we had people who, let's say, wanted to be a writer when they were uh, small kids. Then they took a completely different career path. And then they are 40 and they are finally writing the first book. So please let's make an agreement now before we will jump into our musical break that when you will reach 40 years old, I will get back to you and ask you, if now you are by any chance pursuing astronaut Astronaut. career, okay? (laughs) Let's see. Or maybe something with shooting lasers or something with a space exploration. Who knows? Maybe you will be one of the first people to go to Mars. Uh, Maybe. But actually, you know, astronauts go to to space Mm -hmm. and maybe the idea can be uh, instead of going to space, I can try to reach the stars with my business. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) So now we will have a short musical break. And that uh, is a song that you have heard on our radio before. Uh, But we have received a message this morning from someone who I don't know, who said that he would like to hear that song again because he heard it on the radio. So we will play it again. Um, However, we have one more thing that we have to mention to our podcast and radio listeners. Uh, Dominique is doing the live stream on Instagram right now. So hello, everyone on Instagram. (laughs) Uh, You will be able to listen to some music right now. Uh, And we will take a little break. But please don't turn your mobiles off because we will be back in four minutes. Right? Super. Let's hit it. Giving 
quite sure if I have given you the title and the name of the band, but that was Lay Down Your Gun by Lazy Atomic Eye, uh, a band that actually is, uh, Dave is a part of, our wonderful uh, audio engineer in the studio. It's your band, Dave. Uh, well, it's not mine. Well, you are a yeah. founding father. Yeah. Of Lazy Atomic Eye. And Indeed. this is their uh, pre-released single. Um, so, yeah, good job. Yeah, I like mate. it. Taking I, I like that too. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. You can buy it. 
Yeah, I I have a pleasure to hear it. I think 185 times in the production process because Dave was bringing the music home. Uh, But I think soon it will be launched on all the streaming platforms, right? Yeah, yeah, it will. It will, yeah. So then we will... uh, I will let people know when it does. Yes, exactly, Mm -hmm. you will. But coming back to the interview. So, Dominic, uh, we now know a lot about you and about your brother who is not here. So uh, you are doing a great job representing for both of you. (laughs) But the very first question that came to my mind about, you know, creating (coughs) a business in in times of adversity was uh, that Lofito actually got realized in a quite difficult and I would say unusual conditions. Uh, It was uh, during the lockdown in Denmark, I believe, so our wonderful uh, 2020 pandemic thingy and uh, many people were actually quite busy with other things, right? So they were either watching news, counting the numbers or getting crazy home or whatever. And you actually found a mental space and mental capacity to come up with a business idea. Tell us uh, what helped you? How, how did you do it? We know now that you are positive by nature. Yeah. So probably you were not in a, a depression or anything like that. But still, to come up with a business idea, that's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. How, how did you manage to find that mental space mm-hmm. for it? Yeah, so I'm trying to be positive, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the lockdown, when we couldn't go anywhere, or at least it was not recommended. Uh, yeah. Nobody was doing anything basically outside outside of their houses. Yeah, it it was kind of tough in the beginning. But uh, what what I thought later was that in order to kind of reduce this depression that the world is going through, uh, reduce this, I, I not suffering, not suffering, but like you know the hard times. Mm-hmm. You you need to you know get your get your shit together and. Just do something with yourself mm-hmm. in order to kind of reduce this, yeah, depression. And mm-hmm. you know, so starting with, uh, yeah, ju- just going to Lofito. So the idea was actually born before that, before yeah. the uh, pandemic. Uh, like we were in Poland pitching the kind of idea. It wasn't exactly the same shape uh, as it is now, but it was kind of the idea. Uh, and then when when we were at lockdown. It was around May that I thought maybe maybe now it would be a good time actually to pursue it because, you know, a lot of people are affected by it. Nobody can go to the gym, for example. Uh, small businesses uh, go bankrupt. Uh, people don't have jobs anymore. Uh, so actually, if we can do it right now, we can actually help those people who cannot go to the gym but still want to stay active and do something with their with their lives, maybe go running, do some yoga, find a personal trainer that can do trainings online. And we can actually also help people that want to offer those kind of services. So, mm-hmm. for example, if there is someone that wants to be a personal trainer or is already or doing yoga classes but lost the job because of the pandemic that nobody goes to the gym, we can actually get those people in a kind of network or community and try to give them a platform that they can find people and attract new customers. Yeah, I actually think that what you are pointing out now are a couple of really cool things because um, from the client point of view, so the user who cannot go to the gym, I think, I'm not sure, but gyms were 
one of the last things that got open in Denmark, right? Are they closed again? Because I just lost track. Yeah, I, I think uh, they are open now, but I think there are some there are some s- certain restrictions. I don't know if they have group classes uh, anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know how how does it work, but you know uh, they are open, but with cer- certain restrictions. So I'm not sure how it works with personal trainers and stuff like that. Yeah, me neither, because it's uh, of course changes every week, mm-hmm. so it's very hard to even catch up. And I. I usually don't go to gym, uh, so it's uh, it's difficult for me to understand it. But I can understand the benefit from the user point mm-hmm. of view. Definitely, you know, you are locked in the house. You are an active person. Uh, here in Denmark, we were at least blessed with the fact that we could go out. Mm-hmm. We could go running. We could go for a walk. We have to keep this, you know, 10 people um, uh, gathering rule. But there were some countries, there are some countries right now. I don't know if our listeners know it. Like, for instance, in Australia, you can only leave your home for one hour a day for a walk. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's 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 madness. It's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. So, uh, and in Ireland, I think you could only, uh, at that time when the lockdown was happening in spring, you could only, I think, walk two kilometers around your house, mm. uh, in the area, the police could stop you, all mm. that kind of stuff. So here in Denmark, we were actually quite lucky because we yeah. could still move freely all the yeah. time. We just had to keep the distance. Uh, but still, uh, many people were very used to the gyms. Gyms are actually quite huge in Denmark. There is in Vaila, where I live, it's 70,000 people, I believe. Mm. There are at least, I know of five or six gyms. It's quite a lot for a small, rather small city like this. But the other interesting thing that you mentioned is that a lot of people lost their jobs or um, yeah, they wanted to start their uh, fitness business, but maybe they were completely taken aback by the lockdown. This is something I have personally noticed that many small businesses suffered as well because they didn't have an online presence at all. So if you were having some uh, classes somewhere and people knew about it, but suddenly you were locked in the home and you couldn't go to your studio or open it. <clears throat> people didn't know how to find you because, for instance, you didn't have a website. You didn't need it. Maybe you just run a Instagram account or something. And it's about services and it's also about products. Many small businesses, they don't invest first in a website, a web shop. So I actually find a lot of value in this idea because as I understand, as a fitness professional, instructor, yoga teacher, whatever, I can basically uh, make an account on your uh, platform. Yes. And then users can search for me. Yes. And book me directly through the platform. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So I got the business model right. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Uh, Yes, Dave, you want to say something or were you just waving hands? I was saying rock and roll. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You got it. Yeah. I got it. I got it well. Yeah. um, So, um, just out of curiosity, did you had any other business ideas during lockdown? Or Lofito was the only thing that came to your hand? During lockdown, I was focusing on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly, I, I, w- when I started do- doing that, I put my 100% focus on that in, instead of you know trying to figure out different business ideas. Probably I could come up with a few if I thought about it, but mm-hmm. you know... Since I'm fitness enthusiast, I, I love it and I want to actually also help people 
get into fitness, this yeah. is something I, I, I was doing. So you didn't uh, spend more time on other things. Okay, no. perfect. So I have already managed to somehow describe Lofito, but probably I'm missing a couple of things. So now uh, I have a task for you. Mm -hmm. Can you please describe Lofito to a five-year-old? What is it? Five-year-old, all yes. right. Yes, imagine I'm five and you have to describe it for me. All right, five-year-old. So, uh, hey, little guy, you know? Uh, <laughs> Why not a little girl? Okay, okay that doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, little girl. <laughs> Hi. Uh, imagine that uh, you want to look for some fitness classes. How do you do that? I don't know, I'm only five. <laughs> okay. I always ask my parents to do that. Okay, so far so good. Uh, so I'm going to tell you how to do it. Okay. You go to your computer or your parents' computer, you go to the internet and you search fitness classes in Aarhus, for example. Mm -hmm. And what you get is usually either results for, from Fitness World, uh, Fitness Decay, or different kind of gyms, or something that somebody paid for you to see it, right? So the now, advertisement. Very good. Yes. You are teaching kids about ads. Very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think everyone should know how, how it works. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine now that instead of you seeing what they want you to see, you can just go to one place called lafito.com mm -hmm. and you can see everything that's available right now, compare it with the prices, availability, uh, who is doing that, what are the reviews. And now you can either go swimming, go for yoga class, go dancing, Zumba, running, whatever you want. And you can do it whenever you want because you can see all the dates available. Okay. That's quite good. And I think that uh, today's five years olds are savvy enough to understand what Google is. Yeah, probably. So, yeah, <laughs> because uh, at my times, uh, why do I keep on telling about my times? No, but so far, so good. Okay, so that's the benefit for the user, definitely. Mm. And um, there is also a very interesting uh, function there that I have noticed on the website because the website is up and running already, yes. right? Yes, it is. Uh, and I uh, understand that you can already create an account and sign in. Yes, of course. We already have uh, some trainers, uh, as I call them, mm -hmm. that are offering some classes, yoga classes, personal trainers, nutrition, uh, yeah. personal coaching. So you can go and check it out. Okay, I think I uh, think Dave is checking out Lofito right now, uh, but you also have an option which is called Find a Buddy. Can you yes. tell us a little bit more about this? Uh, yes. So actually, uh, yeah, it's Lofito.com. Uh, I got the idea about uh, Find Buddy. Uh, I, I was doing my internship uh, like was it two years, three years ago in in Krakow in Poland, mm -hmm. and I was. Uh, my brother was somewhere else, so he wasn't in Krakow with me. So I had to go to the gym alone. Again, a proof that they are not doing yes. everything all the time together. Yeah. Yes. So I was going to the gym alone and I thought, how cool would it be if I could just find someone to go to the gym with to, you know, uh, either go running or go uh, for a workout. Mm -hmm. uh, and actually, uh, also a lot of people are looking for fitness workout buddies on Facebook groups, for example. So, you know, there is a need for that. People don't want to go just work out alone because sometimes, of course, you don't want to go alone because it might be boring or you might get tired or you, you need someone that can spot you, for example. Yeah, exactly. The, 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 the motivational mm -hmm. kind of part of doing the workout with someone. And you are actually absolutely right because I see this... Uh, 
I would say, posts on different uh, groups here in Denmark um, quite regularly, you know. Hey, yeah. I'm looking for a, for someone to go to the gym with or mm-hmm. something. So this is actually something like a matchmaking, yeah. but not, uh, not the romantic... Uh, <laughs> Although who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Maybe Lofito will do the the Valentine's special. It's a fitness matchmaking, pretty much. Yes. Uh, yes, kind of like that. So okay. you can basically go there and say that you wanna find someone to run with or go for a workout with, mm-hmm. and or go hiking with, and then you can just do it. And somebody, if somebody it. wants to do it with you, they will they will do that. Okay, so far so good. So I will. Uh, I had a question about the purpose behind Lofito mm-hmm. prepared for you, but I think we have covered the purpose quite well because uh, what we have been using here in a show and also in our other podcast, you've got five options and please look for it on your streaming platforms. Uh, we were using uh, a distinction between something that is called an inner purpose and a higher purpose. So inner purpose usually represents your personal purpose, the reason why you want to do something for yourself, because you either enjoy it, love it, you have a passion for it. So you have your own passion for fitness. That's your personal purpose, because that's why you want to actually promote fitness, right? And there is something like a higher purpose. Let's call it a mission, a vision behind your business, something that is directed towards helping others. So... We know your inner purpose, and I think we have a kind of a good idea about the higher purpose of Lofito. But please just try to narrow it down for us. What's the higher purpose behind Lofito? So uh, I I have a lot of friends, for example, that Mm -hmm. wanted to start uh, going to the gym or uh, staying active or do something with, you know, fitness. But they didn't exactly know how what to do in the gym, for example, or how to achieve their goals. And they were asking, you know, can you can you show me different exercises? Because, you know, I don't want to spend 500 kronos for a personal trainer yeah. for one class, for example. So, you know, it also I want to help people stay active so that it's easier and more convenient. Mm-hmm. So get more people into fitness so, you know, they, their lives are better. They can feel better. They can look better. They can yeah. achieve their goals. And also to kind of inspire also independent entrepreneurs who want to start their fitness journey. Uh, because, you know, now with Lofito, it's much easier to just start because you basically don't need a website. You don't need to advertise yourself. You just make an account and you put up your offers and then you can basically start your business. It, 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 I think it has never been easier than that. It has never been easier than that. I actually really like that that uh, tagline, you know, you could consider it as Lofito. It have never been easier than that. But then the the higher purpose would be to enable, on the other hand, people to go into fitness Mm -hmm. um, and make it as easy as possible by gathering everything in one place and enable people who are fitness entrepreneurs in any way to actually be able to present their offer and find customers. Mm That is a fantastic higher purpose behind your business. And uh, I think we will, I had prepared some, I would say, cool and funny uh, activities, but um, the conversation is so good, I will skip it. So I will actually ask you more questions until the end of the show. Is that okay? Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, that's super cool. So I have another question then. Uh, 
Hmm. How to ask it so it won't sound strange that I would wish for lockdown to continue <laughs> or you would like the lockdown to continue or to happen again? Because my question is, do you think Lofito will thrive better under lockdown or in normal circumstances? Because the, from what <clears throat> I understand, the benefit of Lofito is that you can do everything from home and it's a fantastic alternative for the closed gyms, right? Yes. So, of course, without wishing for the lockdown, just with a cold eye. Tell me, what do you think? Do you d Will Lofito thrive better under lockdown or without lockdown? Um, hmm. I think it kind of depends of, of, on like what people do, basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are benefits of both. Because... Let's say there is another lockdown, right? Mm -hmm. People are going to look for different kind of online activities, for example. Yes. And basically now everything that is online is tri uh, thriving, like Zoom, for example, and different mm -hmm. online platforms that uh, you can stream on, for example. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, the online classes, online yoga, online personal trainers, consultations, they're, they're going to go up in the lockdown. Yeah. So, of course, it's going to go better. But if there is no lockdown, for example... Let's say that gyms are open, right? But yeah. maybe also, also then people actually, after lockdown, let's say, people want to start something new, start a new business. Maybe want to offer some new fitness classes. People maybe want to start changing their lives and get in shape or something. Mm -hmm. Then it's also, it can go good both ways, I think. Mm -hmm. So... I think let's hope that there is no lockdown, yeah. <laughs> of course. And if there is lockdown, then I think we might ask Damien if he used some <laughs> <laughs> black magic. To <laughs> no, I'm oh. joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Damien, by the way, it's such a pity you are not here because you could at least defend yourself from our horrible <laughs> demonic jokes. <laughs> Those are all jokes. People, I really recommend you to watch Omen if you don't know what we are talking about. It's just the joke is there. We just have to grab it, right? So um, I think you will enjoy the jokes. I hope. I yeah. hope. And I hope you will enjoy the movie once you will see it. <laughs> um, but I actually um, have a question about your personal opinion. Do you think that the interest in fitness grew, increased during lockdown? or actually decreased? How do you sense mm -hmm. it? You you are a fitness enthusiast. You yeah. do talk with people. Because the ironic part is, in order to keep our body and immunity system in a optimal you know, shape and on mm. an optimal level, we actually do need regular fitness activity. Yeah. And I think that this message might have been blurred out or not really stressed by the media. But people... You know, I think common sense knocks in and they know that actually they need to move their body to, to be healthy. What is your personal observation? Do you think people got more interested in fitness during lockdown or less? Mm, I think probably, mm, well, it, it depends, of course, mm -hmm. but uh, probably a lot of people got interested in different kind of activities. Yeah. For example, my friends who... Uh, I will not mention the names, because, <laughs> no, you know. No, but no. you know, some of my friends that didn't really go to the gym that much, for example, mm -hmm. uh, when there was a lockdown, they wanted to go for a run or something. Because mm -hmm. uh, w what you do when, when there is no lockdown, you go out, you do different kind of activities, you maybe don't have that much time. 
but mm-hmm. but when there was a lockdown, people were staying at home and you know they needed some kind of exercise. Yeah. So they either went for a run or were looking for some kind of activities at home that they could do. That they could do. So yeah, I think the interest kind of grew, but different kind of interest. Mm-hmm. Instead of lifting weights, there was like, okay, you can do body, body weight exercises, for example, mm-hmm. or you can go for a run or for a walk, for a hike, whatever. Yeah. So it, it's different, but I think some of it grew for sure. Yeah, I, I actually also had this observation of some of the people uh, also because you are many times immobilized at home. So the thing like, you know, going to work, you, you move at work. Yeah. Even if you sit at the desk, you have to, I don't know, go for a meeting, use a bathroom and stuff like this. Uh, but I think that uh, this is also a good opportunity to remind people that taking care of your physical uh, fitness level, you know, doing some sport is very, very beneficial for you and for your health and for your immunity system. So guys, check out lofito.com because, you know, it's um, it's important. And this is a very simple solution to find something near you. Of course, this is for our listeners in Denmark. You are not planning a global domination yet. Uh, where? We are planning, of course. Of course, you are planning. <laughs> but of course, we are you have Damien on the team. Of course, we <laughs> are planning a global domination. Uh, maybe not domination, but uh, kind of global innovation. You can call it. Yes. Presence. Global presence. presence. Yes. yes. But of course, yeah. we start in Denmark and then of go course. to other countries. Yes. Yeah, so this is a, a message from me personally. I think it's really important, guys, that we move our body and we mm. we take care of ourselves uh, in those hard times, especially when some of the restrictions uh, placed by governments uh, counterintuitively are inviting us on a couch. That's not the way to go if you want to keep in shape and if you want to keep your health. Okay, so please tell me, what do you think was the hardest part in your Lofito journey so far? Hmm. Uh, since since we started with this, I think the hardest thing was to predict what we will need to do. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, there, there was like 1,000 things I I knew we need to do. And there was one million things I, I knew we we're gonna kind of need to figure out how to do. Mm-hmm. And then so once we did them, there was two million things that I didn't even know they exist. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's with the development of, of the whole process, concept, the platform, yeah. website, everything. And then the next thing is uh, actually getting people interested in this kind of thing, mm-hmm. because this is something new, uh, kind of fitness, but done in a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people are usually usually skeptical of joining a new platform. You know, yeah. am I gonna waste my time here? Uh, will it actually be you know beneficial to me or mm-hmm. to to what I want to do? So this is kind of a hard thing to show them that we do it for for the people mm-hmm. and that we want to help them kind of get in shape, uh, create a business. Uh, stay active wherever they are, whenever they want to. Yeah, I I, uh, I will say it again. I think actually the idea is phenomenal. And I we have uh, in the upcoming weeks some guests coming with very similar ideas that mm-hmm. you have, just not about the fitness. Uh, so we will have also um, people from 11 Hour 
who are trying to create a similar uh, directory of different services like handyman, repair and so on in one mm. place. So people can go to one place and find it. So I believe the idea is actually uh, really, really great. Uh, I have to ask you what was your strategy because this is um, this is a business that required two parts. You have mm -hmm. business to customer, let, let's call it, to the user and mm -hmm. business to business, so other small businesses. Was your strategy to attract um, the fitness entrepreneurs on the platform first or the users first? And why did you choose your strategy? Mm -hmm. So basically it started with uh, my friends asking uh, me and my brother if we can show them some exercises. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's kind of like uh, saying, you know, I don't want to spend that much money on uh, on a fitness trainer in a fitness world, for example, that might be expensive or, you know, I, I don't want to invest that much because I don't know if I'm going to continue that. Yeah. So we wanted to make it kind of cheaper and more, more available for them. So we started with saying, all right, so maybe we can do kind of a community so that more experienced people, not necessarily professionals, can take those people under their wings and show them the exercises for, I don't know, 10, mm. 20 kronas, whatever, or even yeah. for free. Yeah. So, you know, to make it more available and to get more people into fitness cheaper and more convenient. Mm -hmm. So that's how it started with the business to consumer, let's say. And with the business to business with uh, fitness entrepreneurs, actually, I talked with a lot of them right now. And I can see that th they say that there, there is a need for this kind of thing mm -hmm. so that they can, you know, get to more people easier, not only in the area, but also online, uh, because, of course, it requ requires online presence and globally. Uh, so that, that was how we started with the entrepreneurs that want to start their business and also to make is it easier for them to start the journey without having to create a website, being present everywhere, because it, of course, takes time and money to do that. Okay, so basically you started with the community, so yes. with the users, mm -hmm. that was the starting point, and then you started to, let's call it, recruit the yes. the, mm -hmm. and, uh, the fitness entrepreneurs. Exactly, yeah. uh, for all the other listeners, not from Denmark, because the podcast is listened to everywhere, can a person from outside of Denmark use Lafito? Yes, yes, they can. Uh, it's basically whatever you want to find find there. Uh, you can either book it or, or not book it. You can only just scroll and see what's available. Mm -hmm. But uh, for right now, there are some online classes that you can book. So, and if it's online, you can do it from anywhere in the world, basically. Exactly, because I think that's that's a very good point here uh, to. Uh, to actually encourage people from all over the world to go and check out Lofito because online can be the only possibility for some people in other countries. Yeah. I think we are slowly yet steadily arriving to almost <laughs> the end of the program. I can see on our wise clock that I have around uh, one minute and a half. So my next and last question would be, how can we and our listeners support you? I what do you need right now? This is Christmas. We yeah. are Santa. Tell us. So in order to help me and, uh, and the concept, you can help yourself basically stay active. If you want to stay active, just check out Lofito and see if there is something you might like and would like to do. Okay, fantastic. And I understand that. Uh, are you looking for any cooperation? Maybe someone is interested in an idea and would like to cooperate with you? Uh, I'm always open for uh, new possibilities. So if you have something, just contact me. I'm always open for that. Okay, so please remember 
to visit lofito.com and check it out. Remember that uh, Dominic is fun and friendly and positive and very open for all cooperation. I think he has presented that in this interview very well. Uh, thank you for this uh, conversation. You really are a cool guy with a great energy and I wish all the best to Lofito. Thank you for having me. You are very welcome. And that was episode six of Small Business Rising. We will hear each other next week.